you want people to think you know what you're doing if they're going to hire you. But more and more, I find that people realize you don't have to know everything. You do have something to offer because you do know more than your clients or your customers. And they want the information that you do know. But you need help too. This world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Welcome back. I'm Tequila Dottard, your host of Stand Out Be You. You are listening to another episode where I bring to you the story of solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm excited to be here with you today with another solopreneur. As you know, Stand Out Be You is about capturing the story of you, and I have here with us today, Kim Speed. Kim helps her audience create an exceptional brand that attracts loyal clients. She's helped companies become experts in their industry by helping them turn their brands into valuable assets. So if you are looking to grow your business and create an exceptional brand, then you're going to want to listen to our conversation today. What I loved about this episode is Kim's thoughts on skill sets, branding, and her ideas around how businesses evolve. Before we take a listen... Have you joined the Stand Out BU community where solopreneurs are helping each other collaborate and make business connections on social media? Kim is inside and I'm in there too. Go to tequiladaughter.com forward slash community to join us. Okay, Kim, welcome to Stand Out BU. Tell us more about you and what you do. Hi, Tequila. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. And just to give you a little background. So yes, I am a brand visibility expert. And what I do is, well, first off, I have a company. It's called Purple Moon Creative. It's a brand and marketing company. And I am so excited to actually be saying that I am celebrating my 10th year in business. What I do is I work with small business owners and entrepreneurs, and I help them to become visible to the right audience. And I do that by helping them figure out what their secret sauce is and taking that and connecting that with the right audience with a clear message and to share their unique story. That's awesome. You know what, Kim, I love this, what you're doing, because this is a long, we were speaking about this again, listeners, before we (laughs) always say that every single time, but we were just talking about the messaging and individuals being able to really hone in and get that message correct from the beginning. So, you know, I'm always excited about your visibility and getting you out there. So Kim, tell us a little bit more of how you go about helping individuals really stand out and increase that visibility. 
So I have a process that I go through with people and so many people come to me and they'll say, oh, you know, I'm starting a business or I have a business that has been there for a while and I really need a, a better image. I need a, I need a new logo and I need a website. And I always say, that's probably true, but really what you need is to start in, at the beginning and create that foundation. And that foundation is your brand and your brand is not logo and website. Your brand is really about who you are, what you stand for, and it's your reputation. It's what people are saying about you when you're not in the room and how you want them to be intentional about how you want them to describe you. And then really knowing who your audience is. And I know so many people struggle to really niche down and choose somebody, but really when you do, great things happen and your business will start to grow. Yeah. So let's rewind a little bit because again, Stand Out Be You is about finding out more of the story of the individual that is already in business. So tell us about that for you. How were you able to really kind of niche down and really get through all the noise that's out there and you're 10 years in, how did you really kind of nail this? Well, I have to say to kill it really did evolve. And when I started, I wasn't quite sure what my niche was going to be it was it's actually my niche found me so when I went out and started I didn't plan on starting a business I planned on being in the corporate world forever and then and something happened in, with some clients and we ended up having a, a huge layoff so I found myself without a job and spent some time at home with my family and realized oh my gosh I want to be with my family I don't want to go back to corporate because I was missing so much of their time. So I had to figure it out. I had to figure it out really fast because otherwise I was going to have to go back and get a job and I was going to be out of the house for 12 hours a day again. So I started using my network and offering my services to consult in the, the advertising industry, which was fine, but I knew it wasn't going to be a lasting thing. And then I actually was approached by a woman And she said, I have a business and I really could use your help. I've tried to approach agencies, but they're really quite expensive and they really don't take me seriously. So all of this starts going in my mind and I never even thought about this before, but I worked with her. We had such a great time. I was able to help her brand her business. She got noticed. She now has three locations and she's doing fabulous. And I was able to help her get there. Light bulb, there's my ideal client. My ideal client is more often than not, it's a woman who's got a business, fairly new, has come from the corporate world and has started a service-based business. And I work with them to help them, especially because they don't have a product, you know, nothing to show. So we have to create something from their skill set. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things that we did talk about before is the collaborations and the connections that we all can do when we do have our own businesses as solopreneurs, because the audience is very similar. However, we kind of connect in with our audience in a different way. And this is why I tell you listeners is just because you feel like it's been done before out there, it doesn't mean that you can't do it because you are you and a person can hear something over and over again. And because of how you said it, they're attracted to you. 
So Kim, the listener that's listening here, so you told us a little bit about your journey and how you got started and kind of where you are now. And now you've told us like your ideal client. What I loved about that is that that word that you put in there is evolved. The business has evolved because what happens, I think, or I've seen is an individual who's just starting their business. They try to be so absolute with it that they will not allow it to kind of float. Yeah. (laughs) You are from corporate America. You're so used to SOPs and everything being exact, exact, exact. This online world (laughs) is not that. Would you agree or not? And what would you recommend to someone? I always say you're going to do best when you do figure out who your avatar is and um, who you help. But I always chat with people that are starting out and say, you can't answer that yet. You can decide you might like to work with some specific clients, but you need to go out there and you need to first off start, you know, interacting and mingling and talking and listening to what their issues are. And then it's going to evolve after you start to have a few clients. So get a few clients under your belt and figure out what you can do for them. What is it that they really like? And I love, 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 when you finish a project or a consultation or coaching with one of your clients, always do what I call a review or a a survey after and ask them specific questions about what did they get out of it? What did they love about working with you? And find out the negatives too, so that you can fix those things. Absolutely. And that's one of the first things I always tell individuals is get a client. You know, get with someone so that you can test whatever it is that you're trying to do and get feedback. I said, because if you're keeping it inside, no one knows. No one knows. And you're only keeping it inside of you. And then you don't have the opportunity to allow whatever it is that you have to grow. And that's what it's about is growing, right? It's funny, too, because like 10 years ago, I used to say to people, get out from behind your computer and start to meet people. But now you can actually do that from your computer. But what I mean by that is don't try and assume things. Go out and chat with people. If you can't get out to networking groups for some reason, if it's not, you know, you're not in a location where there's some access to anything like that, then you don't have an excuse anymore. There's lots of online groups and forums that you can jump on. Facebook is, oh my gosh, loaded with stuff. And then you can ask people if they'll do a one-on-one with you and just chat with you. People will chat with you as long as you're not selling them things. If you're asking questions and saying, you know, you're trying to build your business and you'd love some information, they'll talk to you. Yeah. And you know, and, and you just nailed it there. And that's one of the things that I talk about inside of my community. Make sure that you are not just selling and you're turning individuals off. For some reason, when we get online, we shift. People tend to shift the way that they would actually act offline as a human. So just because (laughs) you're online doesn't mean that there's not someone else on the other end just because they're not standing in front of you. So you have to build what I'm getting at is build that relationship just as you would do if you were in a setting where you were sitting right with that person at a table. You have to build that relationship in order for them to become attracted to what you offer, right? Yeah. And that's a funny thing. You probably have been uh, doing this more and longer with uh, video. 
But if you're doing video and you're recording or you're doing a video live and you don't see the other people, that's when everybody gets stiff. I don't think everybody does. I know I do. <laughs> and I'm getting <laughs> over that. I'm trying to get over that. And just trying to picture that, yes, there is somebody on the other side and we are having a conversation. Not everybody's going to like me, but I don't want everyone, everyone to like me. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, like the video, I mean, it's not easy to do that. And you and I come from the corporate background and I used to stand up in front of individuals all the time and just talk. But I tell you, in the beginning, when I started doing the lives, as soon as I turned the camera on, I'm like, whoa, what happened yeah. to me? Where yeah. am I? Oh, and who's looking? my voice? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got really tiny all of a sudden. I was really big and then I would grow small. But right now inside the community, I'm hosting a go live challenge and it's tequila made me do it so what's really cool is individuals who've been really really shy they're really jumping on in front of the camera and they're blaming tequila so and this and it's funny uh, yeah yeah, and I think (laughs) them saying that I like to think that their friends and stuff are like she drinking tequila (laughs) like but no it's like tequila I'm like blame it on me everyone yeah yeah but if you are doing video it's so true you can build that no like and trust factor a lot faster when you are yeah. doing the video. Yeah. But they say, Kim, the more you do it, the easier it gets. I know, so I know. Takes about, I'm working takes on about tequila. 50. <laughs> you should do my challenge, tequila made me Yes, do I was just going to say, I should use a little tequila. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So Kim, tell us a little bit more about what's been like the highlight when did the light bulb go off when you were like this is it i've got everything in place and then it just scaled it just took off interesting for the longest time i walked around kind of oh i'm a a business owner but i feel like an imposter you know i've always had that team behind me so i could go like you said i'd enter a room because i knew i had support behind me and i would say things and somebody would be back there going yeah we can do that and then <laughs> writing and scribbling yeah. it down. How are we going to do that? And then all of a sudden, when you're out there and you're like, oh, it's me back there. You know, I'm wearing every single hat. You know, I didn't realize it was going to be that challenging. It was a bit of a surprise. I had to really overcome a lot of things. And one of them was how to figure out how to keep work in the pipeline, money in the bank, and new projects coming in on my own. Plus do IT and uh, be the maid and (laughs) everything. Every woman. (laughs) Yeah. So I wasn't actually great at it at the beginning. I had to go get a coach because it was to a point where I either go and get help by the experts or I go back and find a job. It got that, that dire. Yeah. And then I did get help. I started to listen to people I started to admit I didn't know everything because I used to think I had to go around and pretend that I did know everything, right? Because you you want people to think you know what you're doing if they're going to hire you. But more and more, I find that people realize you don't have to know everything. You do have something to offer because you do know more than your clients or your customers. And they want the information that you do know. But you need help too. That's really good, Kim, that you mentioned that, that you had to get that coach. Having that coach really allowed you to, even though you already, I mean, we're all smart cookies. I say that every last one of us, we're all smart cookies, but we need that individual who may have already been a few steps ahead of us that can just help us validate and put it all together. 
Yeah, that was the turning point was actually admitting I needed help. So what would you recommend to the individual who is just starting out here? Because we see it all the time. We mentioned earlier Facebook. I mean, it's just inside, definitely in communities. We see it every day. The individuals are just starting out and trying to figure it out. And they, some of them are where we were in corporate America. And they're trying to really kind of figure out which direction to go. What would you recommend to that person who's still in corporate and they're really thinking about starting their business? What would you recommend them to do? If you know what you want to do, if you have that idea, then I would start to take on a few clients on the side. I didn't have that luxury, but if you do, oh my gosh, that's really what you need to do is just get a few clients under your belt and see who you like to work with and how it works out. So maybe you can start to get a little bit more money in the bank to help you out and then start to think about creating your business plan. And, you know, and it doesn't have to be fancy because I'm not corporate but I do a 90 day plan every quarter so that I can sort of see where I'm going. I never would have done that before if I didn't have a coach that said, this is what you should be doing. I would have been fluffing it off or not even thinking about it. So So getting a coach and having somebody guide me in in actually having a routine and a process and making that 90-day plan to really, you know, put some small goals in place. Because sometimes if you say, oh, you know, I'm going to make a million dollars next year, it's overwhelming. And then you'll give up because it's too big. But if you chunk it down into smaller bite-sized goals that you can see, oh, look, I actually checked, did that. And then it gives you more hope that you're going to get to the bigger goals. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was on with a client the other day and I don't know what it is. People think like this internet just spits out loads of money like it's an ATM machine when they're trying to start a business or something, because I guess we just did that here in social media. I don't know. But when we were walking through their numbers, they were saying, you know, the six figures are six figures, which is good. You know, I've done that. I've been there and everything like that. But online is totally different. And like you mentioned earlier, you're doing all this on your own. So if you were six figures in corporate America, it's because you had a huge team behind you, but now you're a solopreneur, you got it like by yourself until you can scale it up to get your team. Okay. So I'm not saying that you can't make the six figures online, but in that beginning stages, we've talked about this, Kim and I together listeners is that you have to get that first client. And one of the things that I say is get that first client and start covering those expenses with those beginner clients so that you can offset that cost. But one of my biggest missions is to help individuals to at least cover the first foundational part of what America says is what the annual salary is, which is around 45K. So I'm like, let's get to that number one goal, because if I can get you to that 40K, then it's just rinse and repeat from the beginning because we're just repeating. But you're breaking that down. And I said, what is that? That's really only about four clients. Or maybe if you want to break it down, it could be five clients if you're service-based. But I love that you said that, like you, we have to put some reality and realness behind building this business. That's right. And it can be very overwhelming and it can be very lonely at times, but it doesn't have to be. So like I said, get help, break things down into small increments and small goals, celebrate those goals when you make them. That was one thing that, you know, really, I would go, oh, yeah, 
done and on to the next one. So next, but then it was some of my coaches that said, Ooh, let's take a moment. Let's celebrate, you know, do something nice for yourself. And Oh yeah, it's important. Yeah. It's important. And it's in the end, it's very rewarding because I like to think that we're all placed here on earth to help other individuals. And when you're trying to start a business or you want to go into a business, bottom line is what you're trying to do is you're really trying to, well, what should be happening is you're really trying to help individuals because, you know, as I even tell my children, the more that you can help individuals and you do help them, the more that you learn about yourself. Oh, that's that's so true. That's great. Yeah. And then when you do that, you're able to just help that many more people because you're learning that. So if you're on here and you're listening and you have a business idea, or if you're already in business for like that year and you're so afraid and you're holding on to whatever that thing is, you got to put it out there and help people because you will discover so much more about yourself. And then you'll be able to help even more people and attract that audience because that's what it's about. You want to be able to attract the right audience. So then you can continue to like really share. Would you agree, Kim? Yeah. Do you ever get this feeling if you're anything like me? I used to think it was about the money because I had bills to pay. Yeah. But amazing things happen when you see somebody that's had success with what you've done for them and be really happy. Like there's something inside that lights up all of a sudden and it's so much stronger than the money. Absolutely. I was being interviewed on a podcast the other night. And that was one of the things that I said was my focus is, is what is your lifestyle? What do you want your life to look like? We all can tell you what we don't want. Yeah. So let's take the don't want out of the lifestyle and make the lifestyle. What type of lifestyle do you want? And let's go after that. And everyone's financial number is different. These individuals can be out here making these seven, six and seven figures, but their expenses are so high that they can't even have a lifestyle that they really want, you know? So what is the lifestyle that you want? And one of the things, as I say, is time rich. You want to be time rich because that's something that we cannot get back is the time that we have on earth. So what do you want to do with that time? And make the best of it. Become time rich and live the lifestyle that you want. Go after yeah. that. That's great. That's so true. Having that time with my family was really what drove me. Yeah. So how do you, okay, as a solopreneur, let's switch gears a little bit here. Mm-hmm. How do you remain productive? Because that's one of the things that we hear as solopreneurs like, oh my gosh, I got all this stuff. The time management and being productive. How do you handle that? I do find that if I take a little bit of time on the weekend and actually forecast the week out and realize, you know, these things have to get done. It doesn't have to be exact, but some sort of like, okay, I'm going to do that in that morning and that in another afternoon. And I have to go out and meet that person. Then Monday morning isn't as frantic and my week starts much better. If I don't do that, oh my gosh, I wake up Monday and going, whoa hair is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but you still have some type of process in place. So bottom line, you need to have whatever type of system, or process, you need to have something in place or you will wake up like Kim just said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
on fire, right? Yes, exactly. I love it. I love it. So Kim, I've enjoyed having you on and we're going to shift this next part of the show to what I call personality questions. So we've already got to know you a little bit, but we're going to get to know you a little bit more. So the first question is, tell us about or how far you've traveled from your birth city. I have gone as far as Greece. Greece is yeah. cool. What part of Greece? I went to Rhodes. Oh my gosh, Athens. I was there. I oh, have been to Rhodes. Did you love that beautiful? island? Oh. oh, gorgeous. The cobalt blue waters. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love it there. And I love Venice. Yeah. Venice is nice too. I've yeah. been there. Yeah. That's really nice as well. That's yeah. Nice. So this next question is really fun. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? I've been waiting for this. Because I've listened. <laughs> so I was choosing different things. So ever since I was young, I've always liked bears. I've always collected bears. But my favorite is the panda bear. And it's because everybody likes the panda bear and everybody wants to come and see the panda bear and meet the panda bear. <laughs> but then the panda bear is like still able to do its own thing and doesn't you know, worry about the other people. So that's why. That's a first one, and I love it. And they are cute and cuddly. We do want to go see the pen bear. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is, if you could go back and speak to your 10-year-old self mm, about life, what would you tell yourself at 10 years old? This one didn't take much time to think about. Stop worrying about what other people think, because other people are just as nervous and scared as you are at times. So Mm -hmm. true. That fear that really creeps inside of us. Um, But one little thing that I like to say is the fear is just unknown. But once we know it, it's gone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So the last one, and I love speed is your last name. (laughs) So I really want to know more about your name, how, and what's the story behind your name? Well, I can't say that I was born with it. I married into it, but it was such a cool name. I thought I'm taking it. (laughs) So yeah, it's uh, my husband's name. It's actually a Scottish name, but it's so cool. And everybody remembers it. It's a great branding name. It's a really good branding name. As we were talking about now, tequila outside of corporate is a great branding name. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Kim, tell the listeners here on the show your final parting words of what you would recommend to them. I would recommend, think about this. Your business is what you sell, but your brand sells your business. Love that. And how can we get in touch with you if we want to go ahead and find Kim Speed, (laughs) where do we find you? I would love to offer the audience a copy of my book, which is called Branding on a Shoestring. And it's how to recreate your small business identity and increase sales results in 83 days or less. And you can get a free copy of that if you go to brandingonashoestringbook.com. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can also check out my website, purplemooncreative.com. And I'd love to uh, connect with you on social media. I'm on Facebook at uh, Purple Moon Creative. And I am on Instagram as the brand visibility expert. Awesome. So there you are, listeners. You have it. If you want to get creative and you want to get started with your brand, then that's how you can find Kim. And I will link everything in the show notes for you to be able to get to it a lot easier. Kim, 
absolutely. We've enjoyed having you on the show and we wish you the best of luck and definitely keep us posted of where you are and we'll keep an eye on you as well. Listeners, as always, stand out, be you and know that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. Until next time, chat soon. Do you find yourself surrounded by so much information on social media? Are you effectively growing your audience and connecting to the ideal client when you're on social platforms and you're posting and you're engaging? Well, inside the Facebook community, we focus on your social Well, inside the Facebook community, we focus on your social message and how you are socializing on social media. Our goal as a community is to increase meaningful relationships and collaborations in order to grow in both business and life. If you're looking to increase your connections, collaborations, and your audience, then you're going to want to come join us. You can get there by going to tequiladotter.com forward slash community. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.